Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to the Dojo Fitness Podcast. My name is Tom and with my good friend John we run Dojo, a place for immersive learning designed to make you healthier, happier, fitter and stronger in a way that works for you. In today's episode, John is talking with Jessica Neal. She's a model and influencer, and they talk through Jess's experience with mental health, social media, and how she copes in what can be a difficult world. They bring up some really interesting points, and there are things that you can actively take away from this conversation to help improve your own life. So without further ado, let's get into it. So yeah, we shall begin. We'll just, I'll just quickly explain. Um, how me and Jess know each other. We used to work with each other uh, probably eight years ago in co-op um, and we've pretty much kept contact since I would say. There was a few yeah. years when we didn't speak but obviously we just kind of got in contact again. So um, I'm just turning my screen record on then sorry. Yeah that's fine. Um, so I will obviously let you explain you know who you are what you do and then we shall begin. So I know my, some of my friends and family are watching, um, but I'll still introduce myself. So my name's Jess. Um, I work in retail, but I am a part-time model as well and social media blogger. Um, and I mostly post modeling pictures and um, just natural pictures of me around the house or whatever. Um, but then I try to focus my social media on mental health as well, um, just to kind of awesome. raise mental health awareness and um, and to blog about my personal experience with mental health, really. Fantastic. Um, and obviously, mental health is going to be a big part of this conversation. So, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll start with that. Um, so the first question, uh, what's, you, you know, your experiences with mental health um, and how do you deal with it? So my experience with it is I suffer with anxiety and depression, which I've only really been quite open about. Um, recently really on social media because it's quite a brave thing to do and something that yeah. I had to sort of pluck up the courage to do um, so it's something that I've always suffered with since I'd say maybe I was 16 um, maybe not so much before that um, but I've worked hard on myself really it did affect my life massively growing up especially in my teenage years um, so have you suffered with it all, all your life I'd say not before I was in my teens really like before that I didn't really get that anxious I didn't have panic attacks and stuff and um, I'd probably say yeah in my teen years it's 16 15 sort of happened and since that I, I had like a breakdown really and I was not very well for a while and it took me a long yeah. time to come back to myself um, and in the recent years now the last few years I've been building my confidence but also helping myself I see a therapist that I still see sometimes um, she's a cognitive behavioural therapist, so she focuses on um, changing your thought patterns from um, negative to positive. So it's very simple techniques, but they're really helpful, um, especially with anxiety. 
um, because with anxiety we do think negatively you can sort of have a negative spin on things and oh, you're overthinking you can feel and depression as well obviously you feel very low so it's about changing your thought patterns to help yourself yeah. so that's, um, yeah. that's my experience really and i wanted to share it um with everyone on social media to number one help other people and number two really to help myself and post in a positive way and a real way fantastic um with you've obviously talked about anxiety there um was it certain situations of when you would suffer with it or would it just come and go at random times um i'd probably say if i look back i've always suffered with it without realizing so i'm just a natural overthinker i'm quite like i think um too much into situations sometimes um panic. i think i think everyone's guilty of that at some I point i know no i definitely think and that's why i like i think it's good people can relate because we all we all are like that and I wouldn't say panic attacks are a huge thing. I do have them sometimes, but not that much. Um, but yeah, I'd say it's more about like the way I think. And I'd say when I'm feeling depressed and anxious together, that's my worst moment because I'm not motivated. I don't want to do my modeling. I don't want to do, um, you know, go, go for a walk. I don't want to see my friends much. I just want to be at home as you would be when you're- Left feeling. alone, yeah. Yeah. So- Where really you should, it's probably, you're probably doing the worst thing you probably possibly could do. Yeah, so my dad always tells me, when you're feeling like that, what you need to do is exactly what you don't want to do. So you need to go for a walk, you need to be like sociable, and you need to do everything that you're not really feeling like doing. And it actually does help you, but it's really hard when you're feeling like that to kind of pick yourself up and make the first steps. Yeah, it's probably a lot where it's a lot easier to say it rather, you know, than do it. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. Good, good. Um, you mentioned, obviously, you, did you say you go to a therapist? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so how would you deal with it as well? Obviously, apart from that, is there any other things that you do? I'd say, yeah, my therapist has been really helpful. Um, I also, I like to journal as well. So I'm getting into like more self-care stuff. So I like journaling with writing my feelings down. I've always liked diary writing. Um, but I find trying to journal in a positive way. So sometimes, like, especially before bed, when, you know, things are on your mind, I'll write in my diary. And it sounds a bit childish saying diary, but I write in my book or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I'm feeling... I, I, I know a few people who do that as well. You? Yeah. Um, but I just sort of write, oh, I'm feeling low, I'm feeling rubbish, or whatever's happened that day, maybe something's affected me, or maybe I feel good. But whatever then, I kind of, like, draw a line under it. And then I'll, I'll give myself tips to pick myself up, like, oh, it's not that important, or, oh, you're going to be better tomorrow, tomorrow's another day. So I kind of try to journal in a positive way to help myself. Yeah. Um, so that's helpful. And I'd also say, yeah, my therapist is helpful with the change in the thought patterns, journaling and exercise. I've never listened to my parents when they tell me to do exercise. I just haven't. But I soon realised, especially during the lockdowns, if I don't go for one walk a day, like, I don't feel great. None of us do, do we? Like, yeah. it's important. Yeah, I say, I, again, I know people who I say that to. Um, and it is one of the best things you can do. Yeah. No, and awesome. surely you know a lot about that, being a personal trainer as well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, people, if you do suffer with anxiety, exercise, um, it does help. Right. Yeah, and if I think that's any of you... Thing to, sorry to interrupt. That's a main yeah. thing to kind of stimulate your first... Um, 
first sort of getting better because I remember I had a conversation with my dad who's always helped me as lot as my mum and all my family um, but he said you know you need to go out for three runs a week and I was like dad I can't do that like I just don't want to do it and it's hard he was like when you do it obviously exercise releases endorphins and it'll make you feel better you know this stuff but um yeah I definitely say if you're feeling low I'd start with exercise before anything um because it'll just pick you up isn't it yeah exactly um I actually say that's my mum as well who's watching now um if any of you watching as well um experiences anxiety or any mental health feel free to comment below and ask Jess a question as well and then at the end uh, we can go through some of those as well. Thank you for watching as well, everyone. Mm. Awesome. Right. Um, is that everything that you wanted to talk, to talk about with your anxiety and mental health? Um, well, the next question kind of links in anyway. Yeah, um, yeah, we are going to go to social media um, next. So we'll, we'll move on to social media and the effect it has on people's mental health. Yeah. Um, you know, and all the negatives that come with social media as well yeah that sounds good awesome so have you obviously social media has been around now for quite a while but since you've used social media i know uh, you've used it a lot since the beginning of the year have you found that that's affected you or any in in any way so i say it depends on my mental state so there's been times in the past when i'm i've been really depressed to be honest and, and anxious and i've used social media in a really negative way because i'm going on there comparing myself to others as lots of us do kind of just in a negative frame of mind and not I don't know scrolling for hours you can sit on your phone for hours scroll 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 three hours have passed and you're like sitting there I would sit there so anxious and I'd be like oh I'm anxious but like really I wasn't just turning my phone off you know but then yeah. there's another side of it when I do feel you know well in myself and and good um so I use it in a very different way now. Like I said, I blog about mental health in a positive way. I use it for my modeling as a platform. Um, there are positives and negatives though, no matter how you're feeling, I'd say, with if you're down or if you're happy. Um, just kind of have to go with it. And um, I definitely think everyone, like no matter if they use social media daily or not, needs to have like a detox once a week. Um, yeah, I think, like you just said, people's lives are, well, they've got more of a life than social media than in the real world, haven't they? Yeah, that was um, it's quite, point. it's yeah. quite sad. Um, so you've got Instagram, Facebook, TikTok is the new one, Snapchat. Uh, so it's everywhere now. It's a bit of everything, and it's like if you've got all those things as well, keeping up with each of them is quite a task, isn't it? Yeah. Because um, I know you said to me before about posting every day. Oh yeah. And I just find that so tedious, it's and it, it takes so much time. It is. I've done um, like a bit of research, like with my social media, of how to grow, and you know, as a like a business, I suppose, like how to grow via social media. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the it's all about like you have to post daily, you have to engage with others daily. It's a, like I've made a little checklist, and it is a lot to keep up with. Like you'd think posting once a day is oh you just got to post, but actually you've got to edit, you've got to caption, you've got to follow. Like it's a big yeah. It's, so it does take time, but it's. It's kind of I find it now it's a bit of a game and you either play or you don't and I don't think like you need to feel pressure to post every day but then you'd, it's quite funny because I didn't post for three days and I lost quite a lot of followers and it's just strange like how it works. Yeah it's like we're in and out isn't it situation. Yeah. 
Yeah, you mentioned obviously modeling as well then in your answer. Um, have you obviously echoed you know Instagram is full of people who, you know, you've liked in certain poses, airbrushing. Yeah. Um, have you, what's your experiences with that? Like, do you think that's a good, do you think that's making people worse on social media? I think it definitely has a negative effect, but I think it's in moderation like anything. So, um, I don't agree with the Instagram filters and I know lots of people use them and I've used them myself and sometimes I probably will, but I don't agree with them in terms of like young girls growing up. Um, and like one of my friends has a sister who's a teen growing up and you know you go on the snapchat story to to make a picture of yourself and there's these filters you click on them and yeah i understand a bit of like smoothing your skin or like maybe like you know we've all got things about us that we want to look a bit nicer and sparkly but these filters are like they'll enlarge your lips like to you know they'll make you look like you've got a blur. they'll give you like a, um you know a, they'll make your jaw really uh, yeah and then yeah, yeah. It, they also like would give me a nose job like so imagine a girl like of 12 years of age or something going on that you know looking at it being like oh i need to look like this because influencers look like this and there's nothing wrong with having your lips done and like i think everyone should do what they want to do but like having a filter to sort of encourage people to think that's how you need to look i don't know i think it's i think that's hard for people to grow up with you know, I don't judge people who use those filters, but it can have a negative effect on especially young girls, I think. Yeah. Same with Photoshop as well, because some pictures are they're getting so good now, people are editing you can't you can't even tell. No, I I've um, yeah, I've worked with some photographers and they like I spent hours on the images like from our shoot, hours on like one image and I'm like, Oh my god, because they like perfect things so much and it's kind of I wanted to touch on this as well it's different in the modeling industry to like a blogger because i'm trying to do a bit of both but with modeling obviously i want my pictures to be as good as they can be high definition i want you know if there's something i want to you know change i think that's okay because in terms of like i don't know um if it's a close-up a beauty shop uh, shot and there's like lots of pores or something people will smooth them over for a beauty shot and i think for modeling that's fair enough and like you want your portfolio to be of a high standard but then there's the other side of it like i do try to be careful with what i'm posting on my social media especially when i do have these modeling pictures because i don't want it to look like that's how i look if it's too perfect you know yeah like a perfect image so i do try to i haven't had any shoots where they've edited me too much but obviously they touch the pictures up with your skin looking smoother they don't you know do anything to your faces in the filter instagram filters but I think it's quite important to me posting to always keep it real. And yeah, of course, with modeling, you're going to want to look as good as you can in your portfolio pictures. But then there's the flip side of like bloggers, which I'm trying to do as well, as I mentioned. And I think that's why it's important to have a variety and to keep it real, really, for, for other people and young girls who use yeah. it. Yeah. Awesome. And just touching on that subject, also um, cellulite, they'll... I presume it's Photoshop that they use, but they'll get rid of that. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't agree with that. Um, yeah, it's like, but that's everywhere, isn't it? Um, yeah. on Instagram. I really love seeing posts on Instagram that's really real. So although I said about beauty images with touching up maybe your pores or something, like if it's for a campaign or for a fashion shoot, then I understand. But like if you're going to... I like to see pictures on Instagram that's real. So people with cellulite, people 
posting their stretch marks I, I see a lot of that and I think it's great and yeah editing things like cellulite or maybe editing your stomach to be smaller or editing your nose to be a bit smaller I I wouldn't judge someone but I don't agree with it because I think we've all got different things about us and we need to embrace who we are really yeah, well, yeah exactly ourselves how we are yeah um obviously as a pt myself um i've had clients say to me oh how do i get rid of cell cellulite oh, yeah. um, because obviously they they see on instagram that hardly anyone has got it um yeah, sad, even though sad. virtually everyone has it um it's not really on instagram yeah awesome um so we talked about obviously the negatives of social media we'll just link that with mental health now um would you say the two are linked as in since social media has become you know what it is do you think mental health has gone up because of that and do you I think, think if people so, just yeah. went off social media they would actually improve their mental state i think yeah i think i was feeling really anxious recently so i took like a complete break from social media but not just social media because of the way it is positive negatives also a break from my phone so I think it's a lot to sometimes have things to do on your phone and you need to just be in the real world like you said and I did actually do some research and um, the study there's studies out there that show a direct link between young people growing up and um, anxiety depression mental health issues for studies to prove that it shows how real it is and how you know how much impact i use social media you use social media but i think it does you know it does sometimes cause n not everyone but mental health issues and it's really important to notice when you're feeling anxious on your phone and stop scrolling and just have a break and go for a walk or something um, and do it in moderation because at one point i was thinking oh i don't want to use social media i completely has been off it but i think it can be used in a really great way and it's good to make friends and to connect with others um, but you do need that moderation, uh, everything, you know what I'm trying to say, you do need that balance. Yeah, it's like we said at the start, um, people's lives get consumed by it now. Um, and I think if everyone just stopped going on social media or the internet as a whole, I think people live a lot better lives and will be a lot happier. I agree. In a way, I yeah. think, like the world would be a better place without social media, but then it's ironic me saying that because I... Well, everyone know. listening in now is on social media. Yeah. Enough, so it I has that, uses. Oh, sorry, what did you say? I was just saying it does have its uses. Yeah, I, I put a poll on my Instagram before saying, um, a poll, a poll, my dad's always tell me which one it is, um, saying, uh, does social media neg negatively affect your mental health? And it was 80% yes, and, you know, 20% no. <laughs> Nearly didn't yeah. do that then. But obviously these people are doing that on social media, so they, we know it does, but, you know, it's People still don't well, get off it, it yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so, yeah, we've touched on social media as well. Um, again, if anyone's got any questions, um, please leave a comment. Um, I think they are loaded on my screen. Um, can you see any comments, Jess, on yours? Um, I could see them when they pop up, but I can't see the list of comments. Okay, yeah, they are up on mine. Okay, awesome. So, yeah, if anyone's got a question, please uh, post a comment. So, we'll move on to motivation now. Um, yeah. So, this is obviously, again, probably linked with mental health. Um, so, I remember you telling me a few months ago that you 
had no motivation to do what you do now. Um, so what was it since January? Been blogging and yeah, modeling? January, I'd say maybe December, January time. Awesome. So how would you deal with motivation? So if anyone's watching and they're lacking motivation to do something that they want to do, um, what would you recommend for them to do to try and get out of that rut they're in? So I'd say, first of all, um, as my dad tells me, do exactly what you don't want to do. So go for a walk. Um, don't shut yourself off in your room. Um, you know, just sometimes you have to do things that you don't want to do to, you know, get over how you're feeling and help yourself. But in terms of motivation, um, yeah, I did lose my motivation. I didn't really want to do my modelling. I didn't really want to do anything, to be honest, when I wasn't feeling... Um, I think there's a comment. Yeah, it's someone called Hillary, I think. Um, oh, you need cool. social media to enable you to do what you're doing. Exactly. exactly. So it does have some benefits. So it's, it does, and there, there are lots of benefits as well. Um, sorry, just going back to what we said about motivation. Um, so yeah, I did lose my motivation. And when I'm feeling anxious or depressed, I know I say it casually, but when you have times or periods of that, when I last year, I had it for quite a few months feeling very depressed and I'm not motivated. I can see that, you know, I could be doing this, I could be doing that, but I don't want to. And I'd rather lay in bed and watch TV. That's how I feel. And just kind of like lose myself in the series. Um, so I think what helps yourself when you feel like that is you have to first, you know, um, do the first thing is doing the exercise to kind of change the chemicals in your brain. I've actually been told by a psychiatrist that exercise will change your brain structure and make you feel more positive and make you feel better. Um, and then I'd say have a plan. So, you know, a weekly timetable. I'm, I love notes. I love writing notes. So weekly timetable, um, Monday to Sunday. Okay, I'm going to do two runs a week. On this day, I'm going to do this. I'm going to meet a friend for coffee this day. And don't put too much pressure on yourself. Just make these plans so that you're not waking up thinking today I don't feel like doing anything and then not doing anything. Um, so that definitely helped with my motive with to pick myself back up. But obviously, I had a lot of support from my family as well, um, my therapist, etc. And I'd say, yeah, self-care as well. So um, I would often in an evening just spend time on my phone or looking into space, thinking about stuff, overthinking. And sometimes you've got to think, okay, what can I do with my time that'll make me feel better in an evening? I could, you know, as a girl, put a face mask on, have a nice bath or whatever you feel like doing. So watching your favorite show and just trying to let yourself feel happy when you're not feeling happy. I think it's yeah. really important. Um, yeah, I'd say, I'd also say with the motivation and confidence, confidence for me, you know, on the outside, I look very confident. I'm posting these pictures. I've got yeah. all types Yeah, of I was going to say, you look very confident in the, you know, on the pictures. Yeah, but, um, and I do think I have a natural confidence about me, but I would say struggling with my anxiety and mental health, my confidence will be like here one day and then there another day. So I'll feel like, okay, I'm going to be, you know, I can do this. I feel, I'll feel so confident in my goals in myself, not overly confident, but just, you know, confident in my abilities. And then another day I'll be, you know, ringing my, ringing my mum or dad and saying, oh, is this okay? Is that okay? Um, I, I think I've done this wrong and, and just completely lost confidence. Worrying far too much, yeah. Yeah, and I think when you do stuff with anxiety and you're a natural worrier, I think you do have good days with your anxiety and bad days. And it's something 
I really, you're never going to fix as much as I try to, you're never going to fix it. So you have to deal with it. And when you have those days where your confidence is gone, you just kind of have to brush it off and think, okay, I've had a not great day and tomorrow I'll be feeling better. Um, you don't have to continue the pattern of your anxiety and, and your, your feelings of down to carry on the next day. You can think, right, tomorrow's fresh. I'll start from, from scratch, you know? Yeah. If, like you said then, if you didn't say if there was a day when you didn't do anything, would that make you feel more guilty? Uh, sorry, just to say thank you, Katie. It's my friend sent me a nice comment there. Um, ah, yeah, I can do that. Nice. Yeah, um, I would say. So, like, if, if you, like, from probably last year when you wanted to obviously do the modeling last year and the blogging, did you feel guilty that you weren't doing it? Yeah, so I would feel guilty. Well, I didn't feel that guilty in terms of I'm not being. Oh, thank you very much, Hillary. Um, <laughs> That's feel, my oh, I say I didn't realize. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I would feel guilty for things because part of being depressed is you feel guilty for everything. And I'd feel guilty for lots of things, but I'd say I wouldn't feel guilty for not modeling because I'd, I just, my motivation wasn't there. I felt like I didn't want to achieve it. I knew I could do it, but I was like, oh, I'd rather work in a shop than not do much because I work in a shop, which is, I'm lucky to have my job, but it's not my passion. So kind of when you are feeling that like that, your conf um, confidence and, um you know motivation goes but in terms of feeling guilty i'd say you feel guilty for things when you're feeling low anyway like just silly yeah. things you don't need to but guilt is a really negative emotion that will eat you eat you like inside really and kind of feel your anxiety and your feelings of um feeling down and the only way to overcome that is to you know tell yourself you don't need to be feeling like that all the time and give yourself a break and not beat yourself up and um, stop saying sorry all the time and just stop that pattern of thinking everything is your fault because those negative emotions you're feeling when you're low will drive the guilt really so you have to yeah. really, you know, give yourself a positive talking to yeah exactly um I, I was like if i don't do anything if i've got plans and i don't end up doing them i'll feel so guilty and it'll make it I don't want to do anything, even though I want to. Yeah. It just makes it worse. It just, I go around in a circle in my head. I'm the same. And when I was in, a, um, you know, I did a season in Ibiza a few years ago. Yeah. Um, I made so many plans. I was asked to go to parties. I was asked to go to lots of, lots of things. I was very lucky to have a like, nice team I was working with who would invite me out and, you know, I made friends, but I, I would never go. I'd say yes. And then I'd lay in bed and I wouldn't go. And that was something I've learned now. I can't just keep doing that. But at the time, I wouldn't go. I'd feel awful and guilty. But I just repeat the but same pattern again. Yeah. I just kept doing it. But yeah, it does help when you go out and do something. But when you're feeling those ways, you just you just want to sit in your room and kind of shut yourself off. Yeah, um, totally agree with you on that one. Um, even though you're you're probably excited to actually do that, you know, the stuff you got invited yeah. to, and then when it comes to it, you're just like, mm, I think it's all there. It's, it's like, you can make a plan, and then you can think, oh, do I really want to go out sometimes? Do I really want to do this? Or would I rather, you know, sit in the house with the TV, with the TV, cut up, like have a pizza or something. But then at the same time, my, my dad always says to me, if you make a plan, just do it, because you'll feel, like you said, you'll feel worse if you don't. And also the other person, you're letting someone down as well. Exactly. 
Um, so I'm just reading Ray's question. Yeah, I agree with you there, Ray. Um, well, your photography what, what, what as well as being. Question? Sorry, I didn't see that. Oh, Ray's just posted. Um, he used to go to the gym four times a week. Um, obviously, with gyms closed, he can't. And his photography um, has been on hold since. So, yeah, Ray, two things that you do, um, again, you can't do now, which is probably a bummer for you. Awesome. So we'll move on. Uh, we'll stick with the your modelling. Um, Sorry, I was just going to say, I'm just reading the comment now. And I, you know, the gym's closing has affected so many people in a negative way. And I'll be glad when they do reopen. I'm just saying it in reply to Raymond's comment. Um, and yeah, with your diet, I think lots of people say, oh, they've put weight on during lockdown because you've just like by the fridge all the time, you eat out of boredom. But I think, um, you know, like as things open up again, things will start to be better. Uh, the gym, well, you know, we can get back out um, with your diet. You can, you know, you're not at home, so you won't be munching on snacks so much and chocolate. Um, uh, with what Raymond said, I also do suffer with low self-esteem. And that's part of, I think, with your mental health things that comes along with it. Um, and yeah, it is hard. Sorry, I'm just in re replying as well. It is hard when you feel like that. Um, to if you you know if you're having a bad day and your self-esteem is low to want to go to the gym or to want to do things but I do definitely feel like things are going to get much more positive now and when yeah. things up, especially the gyms for you and with your job um, you can help people again and um, it'll be a really positive thing for everyone yeah well we're in the position at the moment where if we have got the motivation we physically can't do it can we because of obviously because of yeah. lockdown um, it's hard, really it's hard to stick to those, isn't it? Yeah. Well, um, I'll just touch, going back to your modelling as well, because uh, quite a few people were asking before. Um, obviously, everyone thinks mod, you know, models or modelling, you've got to be very confident. What's been your experience with photo shoots and obviously modelling on Instagram? Um, I know you touched on your confidence, but have you come across any pressures of like certain way you've got to look or um, how confident you've got to come across on camera? I kind of switch into a different mode when I do a shoot. I, I kind of like think, okay, I think of it as a job but also something I enjoy. So I want to feel confident in myself while I shoot and that's why I enjoy it because yeah, I do lack confidence sometimes in myself. But when I do a shoot, I, you know, I turn into pretending to be all confident and yeah sometimes I do naturally feel the confidence which is great but other times I do turn it on to um to, you know switch the confidence on to um you know to get in the zone and to get the pictures I want to achieve but also to feel good in myself is the most important one yeah I'd say the challenges and pressures of modeling so far for me um number one I'd say is keeping safe so I've got a website now with my portfolio on where I had so many photographers message me for paid work when I put myself on there and I was like wanting to say yes to them all and I soon learned that you know if you're going to go into lingerie and swimwear photography um, you need to be really careful who you work with because yeah if someone wants to book you for a shoot and do that kind of you know lingerie yeah. stuff with your clothes off you want it to be a legitimate 
person or kind and not of just a, not just a random person down the street. Yeah. yeah, and at first I thought they were just you know professional photographers, and some of them are, but there are people on there, amateur photographers as well, who will want to you know book you for a shoot. And I was feeling really conflicted about this because I know a lot of models. This is how they earn. Um, but I had to realize, you know, I can't just say yes to everyone. It'd be good for extra money, but do I really want to put myself in that position? Um, and I think if it's someone, you know, I did my first lingerie shoot, remote one with somebody who I didn't, I hadn't met, but who was recommended from someone I knew who's a model. So I felt very comfortable and yeah, I was nervous, but it worked out well and they were very professional. Um, but the, I'd say you don't want to work with anyone who number one isn't professional. Number two, who you don't get a good vibe off straight away. You know straight away if someone is being a bit, you know, creepy or trying to be yeah. a bit odd. So I say that's the biggest challenge is learning to kind of have a thick skin and, and say no. And not, not accept said, work that um, come, come my way just because I yeah. it was an opportunity. Has anyone said photographer or you've you know received any comments that they said, you know, about your appearance or appearance? Or yeah, I mean... What? what you should or shouldn't have yeah i'd say they do make comments about your appearance especially you know male and female photographers but for some reason they tend to be mostly male photographers they will make comments you know positive comments if it's a bit you know not the right way i won't really want to work with them but if they're being professional like oh i like this look or that look fair enough because it is about how you look at the end of the day with modeling um, but I do like to think of it as, um, you know, a way to build your confidence, self-esteem. But they've never, I've never had somebody say, oh, this doesn't look good in terms of like, oh, hold your stomach in or, you know, that yeah. sort of thing. Um, or I've never really had a negative comment thrown at me like that. Um, the only thing that did happen actually was I posted a photo shoot, one of my photo shoot photos on my Instagram. And um, a photographer quite... Um, you know he's a professional photographer who had done a lot of work with models messaged me privately and said oh i've got some tips for your last photo and but the pit the comments sort of started off with like a negative tone and i didn't open it i was yeah. like god was he gonna say like have i done something wrong does it not look good you know you can question yourself when really you should just have confidence in in yourself and what you look like and you shoot but he was actually really kind he said Oh, um, maybe next time I would move my move the. It was actually for my lingerie pictures, which I haven't done much of yet. But he said, "Oh, maybe next time I would move the camera angle to the left more, and to put it higher up." Or, you know, he was just looking at it from a photography perspective and seeing how he could improve. And I was really grateful for that because I'm learning and I'm a new model, so um, I'm lucky to have not had any negative words from um, professional yeah. photographers. And social media, to be honest, I've had a lot of positive experiences so far. Oh, well, that's that's fantastic because you do hear in the news. Um, it's been everywhere actually. Um, of trolls just obviously saying you know really horrible messages to people. Um, obviously, models, for, you know, everyone gets it these days, don't they? I think the bigger um, you get with like your following, the more it seems to happen. The more it will happen, yeah. But for some reason, I've noticed it happening a lot for younger people than me so people who's like 16 17 18 i'm in a social media engagement group on whatsapp and i often see messages from younger girls you know very young girls who are on social media who whose friends are bullying them or making fun of their pictures or they say or a lot of these girls are saying to me jess i don't have any friends like 
I don't have friends, my friends from school, I don't really bother with. And I feel more like I've got more friends on my social media than in life. And I think that's really sad, but that's how girls grow up sometimes, you know, people will get jealous or they'll be nasty, you know, saying man, mean comments to them, sorry. And then they'll turn to maybe their phone, which is actually positive then because they've got friends elsewhere. But um, I don't think that happens to everyone, but it's quite sad to see when young girls are getting bullied by people in the areas where they live just for being themselves or posting a picture that they like, that people will just want to, you know, troll. Yeah, it, it stems from jealousy, doesn't it? So definitely. Um, unfortunately, there's just a lot of jealous people out there and can't be happy for other people. Yeah. They're just hate instead. And it's, it's always about that person, isn't it? So they need to work on themselves to not be nasty to others because there's something not quite right with how they're feeling about themselves to do that. Yeah. Awesome. Fantastic. Uh, so I'm just reading some of the comments. That's okay. Um, I've been keeping up with the comments. I'm sorry. So yeah, Judith was just saying, um, she's been running with Tom. Um, and your confidence has come with age. Well, that's fantastic, Judith. Uh, so just keep doing what you're doing. Uh, that's absolutely amazing. Now as well. well done for that. Long walks every day sometimes out for two hours yeah i've uh, yeah i'm the same if you go out I, I don't go out every day for long ones but um i try to get out a little bit but it i find that's really good and if you're going for long walks every day doesn't it make you feel much better and it's exercise which is fantastic yeah awesome so we'll just um i think we've covered everything if there's anyone uh who something we haven't answered just post a comment and we will try and answer it for you um, and if we do finish this and just post it in the comments below, I'll still uh, answer them after we finished as well. Yes, I'm chatting though. It's really, really nice to see. I'm just having a little browse now. I see my dad sent a nice message to Raymond as well and they're having a chat and, and my mum is saying about, um, about having an animal and places to walk. Yeah, I think um, walking definitely helps a lot, especially in the lockdown to get out. But I'm um, just about, I've seen about something about a dog. I think animals help you as well. So if you've got a pet at home, um, I've got two little rabbits and uh, my dad's got a dog, which I love and adore as well. Um, but yeah, animals help anxiety, I believe. And I, I heard on the radio that people with dogs or pets feel better or have a you know a better mood when they come home coming back to the animals. yeah sometimes well, it's, a, it's a family member it's not yeah, really it's, it's like a baby, isn't it? yeah yeah and also like stroking an animal is really soothing for your mind and um it can actually if i'm feeling anxious or a bit you know on edge stroking my, my rabbits <laughs> they're my babies yeah they uh it can really you know, relax me because you can see they're getting content and, and then I'm, you know, focusing in the moment and not, you know, just on my phone or not doing something else. It's really relaxing to just be present and do something simple like that, really. Awesome. Um, well, thank you, Jess, for coming on. Uh, well, thank you for asking me. I, I felt very, um, you know, happy when you asked me and I'm grateful to be a guest. So I hope everyone's enjoyed. Uh, thank you for coming on as our second guest um, and we shall see you all soon.
Thanks for listening, everyone. I do hope you enjoyed the discussion, and if you have any questions, please feel free to send John or I a message. We can be reached via Facebook at Dojo Fitness and Learning. I want to take this time to remind you all that John and I have launched our online training platform, dojopt.com, providing you with workout programs, learning modules, and our challenges. This website pairs perfectly with our free community page on Facebook that you can use to get early access to these guest talks, improve your daily habits, get support on your fitness journey and join a community who are working towards a health and fitness just like yourself. Find out more with the link in the description or visit dojopt.com. Thanks again for listening and remember the takeaway from this discussion. Be kind to others and remember you have control over your use of social media, so why not provide good energy and happiness? Here's to helping you get fitter, stronger, and most importantly, happier. All the best.